In the name of God, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. Please be seated. It's the first Sunday in Advent. We're beginning a new Christian year. We have four Sundays now, and then we'll have the Feast of the Incarnation on Christmas Eve and Christmas Day. Now, the great themes of Advent Sundays are, are, are really not the birth in Bethlehem. Now, that begins to appear in the fourth Sunday. The great themes of Advent are, are the, the, what are called the last things, including the last judgment, the second coming or the final appearing of our Lord Jesus Christ. On the fourth Sunday, uh, we'll begin to focus on Mary, and then Bethlehem will appear on the horizon. But even then, the theme of the last judgment, the second coming, the final appearing, that theme will still be there. That's the way that liturgy works is that there are all these themes, and now one comes to the fore, and now another, but the other ones don't disappear. They stay there in the background as part of the chorus. And so when we celebrate the birth of the Lord, we celebrate it at midnight because, um, because of the first coming, because of the coming in humility as the babe in Bethlehem and as the man on the cross. It's two chapels that flank the final coming, the second coming, the final appearing. And so, when will he come? Well, we, we don't know, but it might be when the sleepy world is not looking for it. It might be in the middle of the night, at midnight. So here is something that we can say about the last judgment of Jesus Christ. The Bible teaches that there will be a last judgment, that the crucified and risen and ascended one will come again to complete and perfect the work which he began in his cross and in his resurrection, and that there will be a last judgment. Now, one thing that we can say about the last judgment is that the, the news of the last judgment is really good news. Last week I was talking about Christ the King, and I was talking about what what, what an evangelist is in the ancient world. The, the, the city is under attack. There's, there's, the, there are enemies coming against the city. And so the king takes the army and he goes out through the gates and he goes out to meet the army. And there's a decisive battle that is there. The battle takes place out of sight of the people. And a runner is of the battle. And the lookout can tell by the way that he runs whether he's an evangelist or not, whether he's a gospeler, whether he's a good news teller. And so there comes the good news of the victory. And the people believe the gospeler, and they wait in anticipation for the appearance of the victorious king. And as he comes, they run out to greet him and to meet him to usher him in and to enthrone him. And they look forward to his gracious reign. And with regard to the Lord Jesus Christ, we look forward to his gracious reign of love and peace. And so when the victorious king appears, right, 
the government will be upon his shoulders, and his name will be Almighty Father, Everlasting God, the Prince of Peace, and of his kingdom there will be no end. Now the news, the news of, of a last judgment, of a second appearing, of a final coming, it's really good news indeed because it's news that the battle that is going on in the world between good and evil, between love and hate, between light and darkness, between violence and peace, between wickedness and virtue, that battle that goes on between nations and within nations, it will have there'll be a final victory and a last judgment and a complete and perfect sorting out of all things such that everything is put to right. And so we pray the way that our Lord taught us to pray, our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name, thy kingdom come on earth as it is in heaven. The very last words of the New Testament Maranatha, even so, come, Lord Jesus. So don't we long for this? Don't we long for this day when nation shall no more rise up against nation and when they shall beat their swords into plowshares and study war no more? Don't we long for this day? when the battle is going on within our own hearts, where the wheat and the tares grow up together, will finally be sorted out and all will be made right and all will be made perfect. The news of the last judgment is the news of not a, a battle in a war that is ongoing so that there will be other battles, but the news of the last judgment is, that the, is the news of the final battle. It's already been announced to us. We're awaiting the appearing of the king. And in the liturgy, now here is the way that liturgy works. There's two kinds of time. There's the time that we live in most of the time. There's the time of ticking clocks. There's a Greek word for this, chronos. There's another kind of time. It's the time of the presence of God. It's the fullness of time. Keros. And in this kind of time, everything that God has done for us and everything that God will yet do for us is present at once. And that's the kind of time that we have in the sacrament. And so when we come together here and we meet for the liturgy, Abraham is here. Isaac is here. Jacob is here. Joseph is here. Moses is here. King David is here. We just sang one of his songs. The prophets are here, promising us the one who is to come and make all things right. And he is here in his birth, in his teaching in the temple and in the synagogue, in his acts of healing and love, 
in his calling of his, his disciples and in his trial and in his execution and in his resurrection. We're all gathered together as we witness his ascension and hear his command to us to go into all the world and to preach the good news of the victory and to teach them to obey and to baptize and to make disciples. And likewise, he who is coming is here now. We have what St. Paul calls a down payment of the life of the world to come. And so um, the past and the present, they come together for us in the Holy Eucharist. There's a beautiful book about the Eucharist, Marianne Meeks. There's a book called The Future Present. This future in which evil is put to flight and our hearts are made right. This future in which we have peace with God and peace with each other and in which the things of this world shine with the presence of God in the light of eternity. We taste of that now. And the longing prayer goes up in our heart. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done. Even so, Lord Jesus, come. Amen.